0: Welcome to Story Over Everything with Edward Atwell
1: and Chaz Reed.
0: What's going on, everybody? This is Aaron Edward Atwell with Edward Atwell Films. Here with my co-host Chaz Reed, the co-host with the most, the second most. What's going
1: on, Chaz? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Chaz Reed, Chaz Reed Films, here with Aaron, the the main host that does the most and doesn't record the podcast with me. That's what Aaron does, guys. <laughs> no, dude, that's not even on me. You, uh,
0: this, the last time I was on you. No, TV, no, the first time no,
1: was on no, no, no. That was, that well, was like two months to... ago, no. dude. <laughs> That no, was I'm like, about t-
0: the, what is it, day before yesterday, when you're like, oh, I thought it was tomorrow. I was like, oh, well, was tomorrow, yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm saying every time we're supposed to record, yo, you always doing something, man. Always. I know. So.
0: That's on me. Nobody I'd can blame busy. me this time. Oh, shoot. It won't be. Yeah. So, dude, how you been, man? What's been going on in
1: your world? Man, I've been good, dog. I have been good man um getting ready for the wedding season you know what I'm saying got rid of the um yep. Canon C100s I got the uh the FS5 um uh, got rid of some glass now I got a Sigma 16 uh, I think it's like a 1.1.8 with a uh for the um A6500 Um, I got the, the EF mount speed booster for the F, the, the FS five and, um, I got a seven inch monitor that I threw on it. Um, it's pretty solid, man. I need to, I need to, I need to take it out and start doing some shooting of some stuff. Um, come up with something to shoot and just, you know. Get that flow going like I used to have with the C100s, cause it's you know it's a new camera, so you know some of the menus yeah. are really stupid. Like your white balance, like you can't change your white balance. You oh, gotta I mean, go also new menus. Profile settings, huh?
0: What I said? Also, new menus are kind of stupid, though. Yeah, this one's really stupid.
1: This is the stupidest one.
0: It's extra like, stupid for real. <laughs> like they only have three
1: white balances. Um, you know, daylight, tungsten, and um and um um like a like a super cool one so it's like 4300 really? kelvin Can you do kelvin? Um it's like 4300 I think like 56 or something like that and like I think 6500 kelvin something like that but those are the only three you can use Whoa. and you got to go into the picture profile to change the um the white balance so like I'm using like a gamma 2 profile That's wild. so it's like like it's like it's yeah. gamut two with the white balance on it. That's one particular setting. You know what I'm saying? Or you gotta go down to the next white balance or the next white balance. So it's great if you're like doing corporate stuff. Yeah. But you know, with the wedding stuff and it's really run and gun. It's kinda of frustrating. But hopefully, you know, I get nice yeah. and fast with you'll it. You'll get it
0: you'll get it figured yeah. out though.
1: But um That's pretty much it, man. Just getting things organized. Um, I finally hit 30 weddings, officially, um, for this year. Congratulations. So that's cool. Went up on the prices. That's going well. Um, Booking for 2020. Uh, What else? Um, Yeah, dude.
0: You're booking for 2020 in February.
1: Huh?
0: (laughs) That's awesome, dude. I said you're booking for 2020 in February. Yeah,
1: yeah. So... No complaints over here, man. What's up with you, uh, Mr. Corporate guy? Hmm?
0: That's what's up, man. So, uh, yeah, I've been I've been super packed. I've been doing a lot of commercials. Uh, of course, you know that. And and when I say a lot, I mean like a couple a week. It's been kind of kind of blown up a little, but I'm good with that, you know. They are they're paying well, and I can get them done pretty quick cuz they're simple. But I've been having fun with it, man. As far as weddings go, um, I'm kind of doing the same thing, gearing up for wedding season. I've got um, my first wedding is March March 9th, and that's one of the mountain weddings I got this year, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what else have I been up to? That's kind of it, man. My daughter has surgery uh, tomorrow. No, not tomorrow, Monday um, over at Duke. So next week, I'm going to be kind of out of commission. Um, Yeah. But then the following weekend, we got weddings, and I got a wedding the weekend after that and the next weekend. Um, Yeah, so wedding season's about to start. And then, man, May is going to be a a month. I've got two weekends where I've got three weddings Mm. in May, which is kind of crazy. You know, I don't usually like to do them like that, but... I'm supposed to be shooting with you, know, you on too. It, yeah, which, which one uh, is fifth. that? Is that... Yeah, May 5th. You'll be uh, officially part of a Edward Atwell film, which I'm excited about, man.
1: It's going to be dope.
0: Um, other than that, it is going to be dope. Other than that, man. Just been, you know, staying busy, shooting, editing, uh, going to meetings, trying to make sales, and... Getting that over the, the daggone flu... Yeah, man. My whole family's been sick for like three weeks now and it's been yeah. the worst, but it's all good. You know what? Yeah. I'm not going to complain too much. It's, it's been a good month, so I'm going to leave it at that. So today, Chaz, we're going to talk about pricing a little. Um, I see a lot of this. I get asked this probably a couple times a week and I see it posted several times, you know, in different groups. Uh, but the question is, like, you know, what do I charge for X? Um, and what do I charge, you know, for weddings, for commercials? Like, how do you come up with a price? Mm-hmm. So I figure we can cover that today. We've got a couple user questions. Um, yeah, so we're going to dive into that, hopefully get some insight, you know, on how you come up with those prices. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first step always, Chaz, um, when I'm coming up with a price, the number one thing that, that I think you need to do is figure out what it's gonna cost you to do the job right so and sometimes that can be a little difficult but we'll, we'll try to break it down a little bit and so number one you want to so like are you renting gear mm-hmm. do you have to rent gear or have you purchased gear because if you have purchased gear and you own it um, you still want to break that up you know over your jobs right now and that, that can be tough to do because you know you don't know if you're gonna shoot 50 jobs or you know 60 jobs but you can get a roundabout, you know, estimate on how much you think you're going to do, right. and break that up over time. So you definitely want to do that. Um, include your gear, your time. You know, are you driving somewhere? Like, how much is that gas going to cost? Mm-hmm. Are you flying? Do You have to have a hotel. Um, all of that. You got to start with that. <coughs> um, so once you have that number, that's what we call the cost of doing business. Right. And. I mean, you got to include, like, you got to remember a lot of stuff. you got to remember, you know, your internet, your computer programs, your music licensing. You've got, I mean, just, there's a, a lot of things. It depends on, you know, like, what you use. you got your accounting software, you know, your credit card fees. You've got, um, you know, if you use something like 17 Hats or 27 Hats, whatever it's called, HoneyBook, yeah. uh, Trello, any of that stuff um your vimeo pros your media so you got to bundle all that together and divide it over you know your jobs mm-hmm. and then you have you know you have an amount there that's you know if you don't make any more than that you're losing money on the job right um and so that's where i always recommend to start dude uh for and i know you probably already do this but you know for people just starting out or maybe you know, not sure really what they need to charge. Well, you need to come up with that number. Right. And so that way you know, like, if I don't charge more than this, I'm really just doing this for free. Right. Uh, <clears throat> which nobody wants to do that, right? Right. Um, do the second thing that I recommend people do is decide, and this might sound like a little, you know, simple, but decide what it's worth to you. Like, how much do you want to make for that time right um people it seems like they kind of tend to overcomplicate it so you know let's say that on a given job let's say my cost of doing business is 500 bucks okay and then you know now i need to figure out what i want to charge on top of that well you just got to decide like you know it's a eight hour job like how much do you want to make for the eight hours right how much do you want to you know make for the editing right like you know, if somebody offered you X amount or well, you can be happy, you're gonna be sad. Right. Um, it's really not, it's not too complicated. You know, after you cover your business expenses, the rest, you know, it's kind of just how much do you want to make? Um, but let me
1: um, piggyback off of that. Um, yeah, something dude, out let's there. see what you got. So going off your first suggestion, what I used to do when I first started, I had, um, so on, on invoices, and it's it's weird, but it's just business. The more lines you see of numbers, the more important something seems. Like the more value it 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 kinda holds. So I had um I had a line that I used to have on my invoices that was called um an equipment usage line. And I think it was like ten dollars an hour or something. Mm-hmm. But the equipment usage line was it was for pretty much any time that I was investing into it. So if it was um, you know if the shoot was a three hour shoot um, a ten hour edit a two hour drive I would charge him fifteen dollars of equipment. I mean fifteen hours of equipment usage time. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course I've always owned my majority of my equipment but that was just a way to tack on something a line to tack on You know, where you can get kind of detailed with why you're asking the prices that you're asking, you know, because it's different for a company to say, okay, we want this commercial done. And let's just say Aaron sends an invoice and his invoice says five hundred dollars for a commercial. That's it. Mine says, okay, we're going to charge you fifty dollars an hour for for filming. We're gonna charge you 25 an hour for editing. We're gonna charge you 10 an hour for equipment usage fee, um, 54 cents per mile in travel, and then it equals up to 500. That particular invoice looks more valuable, you know, um, from a business aspect compared to just a one-liner. Um, but this is just from my experience. You know, you do what you want to do but that's what I used to do. It takes a little bit more time, but I've also, you know, seen um, invoices for big commercial companies that were charging, you know, 10,000 plus dollars for a 30 second ad, and it's it was broken down just like that, and that's what I started mimicking. Um, yeah. The second thing I wanted to say, when you were saying um, about pretty much the value, how much you want to make off of it or whatever, um one thing you have to consider sometimes and this this is is it's kind of about pricing but it, sometimes you have to look at things in an aspect of growth so for example i had i had this lady hit me up about two weeks ago and she was gonna be at the um what this this the the the, the or all star whatever that thing was i don't watch basketball mm-hmm. She was going to be at that.
0: All weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She had a heavy following on Instagram. And she did, like, luxury. um, She was, like, a a luxury stylist or something like that. Yeah. Her numbers were pretty strong on IG, but she wanted me to film her doing interviews for free. Mm -mm. So one thing that you need to think about when somebody is, um, when the budget is low or if it's free... How can this benefit you more than just doing something for free? So what I asked her to do was I asked her, and this is another tip, this is how you get rid of some people that that don't really want to, that you kind of don't want to work with, but you want to make them do a little bit more work. I had her, I told her to send me the people that she was supposed to be interviewing so I can look at their demographics and see if my brand using their demographics will benefit me in another way so you are already doing um luxury styling so that's great that means you might deal with women with you know a lot of money but I feel like the people that you're dealing with majority of them probably going to be married already because you're doing something with basketball wives you know what I'm saying but then maybe you're you're dealing with um you're interviewing somebody that might deal with a lot of single women, you know. That way mm-hmm. when they see this, they can repost it and all of these people get to see my work as well. Long story short, she never sent the list over. Doesn't bother <laughs> me any, you know, because I don't now nah, I didn't have to film anything, but sometimes you have to think about the benefit of what you're doing and 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 bounce that off of um your pricing. Mm -hmm. So another example is if you want to do destination weddings, you've never done any. But this couple is saying, hey, if you film my wedding, and they're asking how much would you charge to for my wedding. You can't come up with a number because it's so much involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might not be a bad idea to say, hey, I'll film your wedding for free if you fly me out there, you feed me, and this and that. That way, now you have a... a, um, a destination wedding on your belt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you did that initial work for free. You got to travel out there for free, a little mini vacation, but now you've done something to where, hey, I can charge a little more because bro, I've done a wedding in in um Peru or whatever. You know. I don't I don't know why I thought of Peru. I was I don't either. It was it's okay. out there. Um I was actually thinking of Peruvian chicken that I used to get and but something wrong with you, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm sorry if I you know stepped away, but I had to drop those little jewels, man. No, so this is uh, this is one thing that
0: um, that I kind of differ on. So as far as line items go, I never, ever once give line items mm-hmm. um, anymore. I have before, and I found that people think that if there's line items, they can haggle with you. Mm. like oh like what if we take off this you know camera operator or maybe can we condense this you know they they feel like maybe it's like a menu they can like take stuff off or like right barter right um and I don't do that um one of the reasons that I don't do that is because I don't sell video mm. when I sell somebody that I'm selling them on me and video just happens to come with my package um but so like the companies you were talking about, <clears throat> selling you know, the high-priced commercials and stuff, like the short spots, um, if you've got like a crew and stuff, then you know, you're gonna have to have some line items. Right. Um, just bec- for that type of production, it, I think it would just make more sense um, because you know, it's just what goes into the project. For me, I'm a one-man show. Right. Um, you're not paying me for a video, you're paying me for my, my insight and my input um, and that kind of thing. Um, On the second part, I usually am against working for free Um, in some cases. More I'm against people that want to pay you with exposure because like my mortgage doesn't accept exposure for payment, you know. Um, Now I'm sure there's some situations where it could pay off for you. Um, My only problem with it is... You know these people want to use my work to benefit their business and their lives but they don't want to give me anything in return other than a plug on instagram or facebook mm-hmm. um, which may or may not lead to anything and then you know you already set that precedent of hey my value is zero dollars if you'll give me a shout out right um and I, I don't really like that um now you know if uh you know if some super celebrity you know i bumped into them later this week and they're like hey you know i'm doing a meet and greet like could you film it like i will let you be on my reality tv show or something i might say yeah you know it just mm-hmm. depends on who it was and what they wanted right but Case-to-case especially scenario. yeah it's a it's a case by case scenario but you know i, I value myself above exposure right. uh, so you know if you want exposure just use your own cell
1: phone and film it yourself you know, people value when they spend money too it's it's a different thing i've done I don't do anything for free anymore. I haven't in like a year and some change, but I did notice whenever I did something for free back in the day, the person that I did it for, it wasn't as, as, as value to them as somebody that had paid me anything. So Mm -hmm. if anything, you can charge a low rate and they'll value it more than free. Like I've done, I think I've done some free work and the people are, man, that's dope. And like, I never saw them posted or anything hmm because you know? it doesn't matter. It didn't cost me anything. Yeah, it didn't cost, yeah, cost no anything. in the game. But I've seen people that, you know, I might have charged um, 200 bucks to, and they post that joke like once every week. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so that's the thing you also got to consider. It's a lot of stuff you got to think about, man. It's not, don't get so pressed to give, um, be super fast on giving someone a price because sometimes you really do have to sit down and think about it, you know? Yeah. I'd rather you mm-hmm. tell somebody, well, you know, let me think about some of these factors, and I'll give you a price tomorrow. Then you feel like I got to give you an owner price spot right now, and then you end up like shit out of luck, and you know, just it just sucks. It just sucks balls for you.
0: Yeah, no. So I, I feel the same way on that. Um, my only difference on that would be in in meetings with businesses. So like with weddings, that's fine. Like if you need to tell them like, hey, you know, let me get with my shooter and my editor um and you know take some of these into the account and i'll reach back out to you tomorrow that's mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. Um, especially for weddings that aren't ordinary so like if you've got like a three-day wedding or you know like they want some special requests you know like maybe they need rehearsal coverage or something like that and you don't have it built into a package don't just shout out a number because chances are you're going to shout out a number too low and then you're gonna be at the wedding like man i should have charged more for all this stuff mm-hmm. um, because i've done that before mm-hmm. um, in my business meetings, though, I do I do say a price on the spot um, every time. I tend to overestimate a little bit. Um, but my whole goal in a business meeting is to leave with a check because I don't want them to think about it anymore. I want to I want to leave with a check so it's locked in. You know what I mean? Do you got anything else on this part of the subject? I mm-hmm. feel like we kind of covered it pretty well. I believe so. I think the number one thing is this cost of doing business. You got to figure that out because you you want to make money. This is a business, not a charity. Yeah. And then number two, like take a pause and think about it for a second. Yeah. You know, put some thought into why you're charging this, what you want to charge. But my next thing would be, and this this is where people's feelings get hurt, mm-hmm. is is you you got to stop and take a look at your work, at how good you are. Yeah. You know, especially with weddings. Um, now, I mean, I've seen TV commercials and I'm like, man, did they film this like on a GoPro? Like the first one, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I mean, if it gets the results they want, that that's a little different, but with weddings, you know, it, it's different because a lot of the weddings is about how beautiful is this? How does it make me feel? All right. And, you know, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to look at your work and be like you know am i good enough to charge more than this and one way to see that is to you know look at your market and see what other people's work looks like that's charging what you want to charge All Right. and you know it might be a different style which is fine but you just look at the quality you know look at how many weddings did they have you know is this their first wedding is this their fifth is it their 100th wedding Um, and there's going to be outliers like you know you've got some old dude out there that's done 600 plus weddings and he's bumping them out for 300 bucks a piece on the weekends Mm -hmm. that's an outlier you don't want to be that guy Um, but you know be honest with yourself look out there and say like okay you know I've got 20 weddings under my belt and you know I want to charge you know 10 grand starting probably not a great idea because in the chance that you book one of those weddings, they're expecting someone at that level. And if you go and you sell, or you know, let's say it's your first wedding and you're quoting you know, $4,000, you might convince somebody to pay that. But in the chance you do and you go out there and you don't act like you're $4,000 worth and you don't have you know, the mentality and the knowledge of someone who's, who's there, you're just gonna ruin your name you right. know, for all of those referrals, their whole network, um, you know, you're going to be the guy who overcharges and wasn't worth it, right? Or the right. girl, um, and you don't want to be that. So, you know, take a step back, be honest with yourself, and you know, you got to figure out how much you're actually worth. Um, you know, if I went out here tomorrow and I was quoting brides, you know, eighteen thousand to start, it's going to be a little off. They're going to like, well. You know that doesn't really seem right. You know right. you're showing up with your Sony mirrorless cameras, and you know that's probably not what they would expect. Maybe they would, I don't know. Um, but I, you have to be honest, and you have to to know what you're actually worth
1: in your market. I agree. How you feel about that? I agree. Um, a lot of times you don't want to compare your your work, but there's there's certain instances where you need to you need to see um where you lie within your your demographics. Um mm-hmm. you know, you might be you might be undercutting yourself. You didn't even know it.
0: Yeah, no. I was gonna say you might be out here thinking, you know, man, I just need to charge five hundred bucks yeah. when your work is you know, it's fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars. Right. Um there's somebody I know uh that does that and he's sitting in front of me. uh <laughs> For your son, no, you uh, <laughs> don't. He don't have my son. That's what he's for. This guy. <laughs> yeah, Ch- Chaz is notoriously hard on himself, but he's great at it. So we all know that. It's all good. Um, but there is so one the next, thing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, What's up? So, if you want to charge a lot, is this the nugget of the day? No, actually, no, it's not. Okay, because um, I got that music ready. I know. I, I got a nugget <laughs> just for that. Um, I took this Philip White course, and one of his his things that he preached on was um, smoke and mirrors. He says, um, don't let other people What you see from other wedding videographers and and people online fool you. He says um, he's been shooting weddings, you know, so many years. He shot hundreds of weddings. Not every wedding is perfect. Yeah. But not everybody needs to know that. So with smoke and mirrors, what it means is it's basically you put out a particular perception for people. I think he said one year he shot 50 weddings and out of the 50 only one was good enough in his eyes to be seen by the public. Man, yeah. So that's sobering. <laughs> if you want to if you want to look like my starting prices are are $10,000. Only put out products that look like you're Products need to start at ten thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean that's good stuff because it's true. Because if I, I'm, you know, put, and there's nothing wrong with barn weddings. I hate barn weddings, but there's nothing wrong with them. Right. Um. You know, if I'm putting out a bunch of barn weddings and then I'm trying to pitch myself to, you know, somebody getting married in like a wrong. European chateau. Right. Then like, well, it's not gonna fit. You it's know, not. because. You know, I'm I'm putting out a barn wedding. Right. A barn wedding shouldn't cost 10k, right? right? At least that's probably where their mind's going to be. Um, yeah, so I I really like that tip, um, and that's something that I should probably take into more account.
1: I, I do, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's and not
0: this, about I
1: think, the. It's not about the. We think, okay, listen up, guys. We as videographer professionals, professional videographers, cinematographers whatever the hell you want to be called. We think it's about, We, you know, we're in the days of content is king. Content Mm -hmm. is king. The more I put out, the more people see I'm working. It's like if if Bentley was a mass market car, you know, when you see a Bentley, you called yourself a Bentley. Remember that? When you called yourself a Bentley, that you want to be a Bentley? (laughs) Yeah. When you see a Bentley, you see a Bentley every blue moon. Yeah. And you 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 tend to gawk in amazement by, it. oh, man, that's a yeah, Bentley. Yeah, you, you notice it. Yeah, you like you
0: slow down. And you're like, oh, whoa, 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 that's a Bentley. You're like, Hold <sharp inhale> on.
1: Let me back up. Look at that. You don't look at, and I I have a Honda. OK, I have a Honda Accord. I love my Honda. So don't get offended by this, boo. That's my boo. I'm talking to my car. <laughs> you don't stop and slow down when you see a Honda. Cause you see them so often. You see Hondas everywhere. You see Toyotas everywhere, the Fords, Lincolns, all of them. You see them all the time, but you don't see the Bentleys, the Lambos, the Ferraris. Yeah. So when you do, you take a moment to notice. Right. So instead of being all about blasting out every every wedding that you do, or putting every, or posting every wedding on your website that you do, slow it down post the high-quality ones, and then you might can ask for more money. It's good stuff.
0: That's good stuff. I like that. And that's what people expect from you. You know, if you shoot, uh, if you shoot a lot of barn weddings, like people are gonna be like, Oh, this is the barn videographer people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. really good at barn weddings. That was another thing you uh, said,
1: put out yeah, what you want to book. Don't put out yeah. everything. So if you want to do destination weddings, Put out destination weddings. Don't put out no local weddings because Mm-mm. you're no longer a destination person. You're now a local person. Yeah. Even though you get, you might get, you might not get a lot of numbers. If you can have one strong, crazy wedding video that's on your website, one that speaks about everything you want, that 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 talks about that you can feel the the value that you bring, the amount mm. that you're asking. We would rather you have that one video on your, on your website than five random ones along with that one because yeah, those dude, five random ones are going to drop down that average. It's funny because I saw the other day a post
0: in, in a Facebook group. Somebody asked, like, how many videos do you show on your website? And there was a couple people with, like, 60, 70. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why would you show that many on your website? Yep. Um, but, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm with you 100% on this. And this is something that I need to do better about. Me too. Is, you know, keep only the best of the best.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. You know, give you some hope for the future. Um, the next thing I think that goes into pricing is knowing what your market can handle uh, support. Right. So, you know, I'll be the first to tell you, there's wealthy people in every city, in every state, and mm-hmm. everywhere in America, at least. Yep. Um, and maybe not literally <coughs> every city. Like if your city's got like 150 people and they're all farmers, you know, maybe they're not all super wealthy for weddings. Right. Um, but I think I think everybody will understand what I mean by that. So it's possible to get high-paying jobs anywhere. But if you look at your demographics, I know Chaz is big on the demographics. He's always preaching about demographics. Gotta be. And, you know, I, I keep using my, my barn weddings. Um, so if you're shooting you know, in the southern part of the United States, um, we'll take North Carolina where we're at for example, and I'm shooting a lot of, of barn weddings in Salar City. Okay. I need to understand that the demographics of people who get married in Sallar City at a real barn and I take their average wedding costs, they're not spending a hundred grand on a wedding. Right. They're spending probably five grand. Right. Maybe maybe even less. Um so if I, if that's my market, and I'm thinking, ah oh, man, I want to be the best barn wedding videographer that's ever walked the planet Earth, and I'm looking at my market, which is Siler City, and I'm looking at these venues, how much <laughs> are they them and and you know how much these people are spending on their weddings. If they're spending five grand total on their wedding, you're not going to get six grand out of them probably. Right. Um, maybe once every once in a while you can convince you know somebody to sell a tractor and pay for you um but that's not really how you can create a sustainable business Mm. um and you know so that's why you got to decide what you want your market to be now there's nothing wrong with barn weddings you know if you want to book up 52 barn weddings a year you know for a thousand dollars that's okay if that's what you want to do. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just got to decide what you want to do. You got to decide who your market is, and you have to decide what they can support.
1: Right, right.
0: Like, you're not limited sense? by where you
1: um where you live. We're not in that time anymore. So you no. know, if um if you want to charge more, but you stay in in Barnesville, Alabama, Clinton. you know, <laughs> just You know figure out a way to market yourself outside of barnesville alabama yeah so that way you can charge whatever it is you desire and um you know take it from there
0: well that's like you know i do a good bit of weddings in cleveland um i'm not close to cleveland at all Mm -mm. but i know a plane ticket a few months out to cleveland is less than two hundred dollars and i mean that's not a giant price jump for the customer where you know i tack on hundred and fifty dollars for a flight right. right that's not a big deal um, so yeah we're we're definitely in a time where you're no longer limited by you know your city limits mm-hmm. um, you know you could be anywhere in the world for a wedding and you know a couple days time max so I think that's all that that I take into consideration with my pricing is how much does it cost me let me think how much I need to make how much I want to make let me think you know, long term when I'm deciding my pricing, what market do I want to be in and how much can it support? Right. And am I good enough to do this? You gotta see when it comes to pricing, it's time to to cut out the you know, the ego. You have to be honest, you know, this is a business. This is not your personality that we're talking about. Um you know, your business doesn't define who you are and all that stuff. But so I think I think that's kinda it for me. What do you what do you what else do you got for that,
1: Chaz? I agree. Um long as you really focus on that stuff, I don't I don't see you going wrong. Um, you know you might need to look at what you're shooting with too. Because some people are judgmental on that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Granted, um Most people don't you really know how to decipher cameras, but I'm just saying if you're gonna charge you know, ten grand to do something. You can't show up with like a T3I. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think you can. You know, you might be you might be a different cut of cloth, but um. I know what you mean, though. <laughs> yeah, I personally, you know, you got to kind of match, you know, your pricing or whatever. But um, that's all opinionated, opinion based. Um,
0: it is, but I mean, there's there's some truth there though. Like if I show up, you know, so. I don't know if this guy listens to this podcast, but if he doesn't, I hope it doesn't offend him. Um, I know know a guy who, um, he shoots video on his cell phone. Um, He has paying customers that pay for this. And one day he was looking to get into weddings and saying like, he could just do it on his phone. It's got plenty of storage. And I was like, you can't show up to a wedding with a phone. Um, Now, I, I think people have done it before you know, kind of like as a YouTube challenge or something like that. And if your customer understands that, then that's, that's all fine and well. But you can't market yourself as a professional wedding videographer and then show up with an iPhone. You can't go walk in and pull out your iPhone and start taking clips. Um, because if you walk in and you pull out of your pocket a camera that is actually the same thing they have mm-hmm. and everyone else there has, they're gonna, they're gonna instantly devalue you right. so much. So yeah, I mean there's some truth there. You know, if you walk in with a point and shoot and you're a wedding photographer, they're going to be thinking like, did I make the right choice? Right. This doesn't look like a professional. Um, now, I could care less myself. If I'm making dope stuff with a point and shoot and you got a problem with it, that's on you. Um I've I've been to a couple of weddings where you know, the groom was like, "Hey man, is that a is that an A7S? Is that an A73?" Right. And I was like, yeah, he was like, oh, I got the same one. I was like, nope, man. Well, you should be making money then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's all I got on there. If you're if you're ready, man, we got some user questions to get to.
1: Oh, let's do it, brother. What we got?
0: There we go. I've got a couple, man. So number one question. How do you book out of state weddings? Market out of state. Boom. Number two. No. here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, right. On to the next one. <laughs> right.
0: No, that's it. I mean, yeah, you just have to market out of state. However you choose to market, Facebook, Instagram, Craigslist, whatever you're doing, just put it in a different location. Market they don't even ever state? have to know where you're at. it happened. happen. It's, it's simple. Um, you can book a wedding anywhere on the planet by marketing on that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's super simple. Um, now, I do a lot of out of state weddings. It's not as fun as it sounds. That whole traveling videographer stuff, it's it's cool for a minute, but hotels get old, planes get old, Mm -hmm. buses, trains, cars, it all gets old. Living in a hotel room, and see, I used to do this when I did government contracting as well. I used to have to live in hotels, and like you think eating out every night is cool until Mm -hmm. you want some home-cooked food and a couch to sit on, and you want to watch some Netflix on your bed, Mm -hmm. um, or some frozen and afraid, or you know, whatever you're into watching. <laughs> or man, Life Below Zero, that's you what you want. doing. <laughs> you and me shots, uh, man. You and me shots,
1: Life Below Zero, that's great.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, it's simple. It's not as fun as it sounds. Maybe it is for you, but for me it's not. Um, yeah, Chaz hit it on the head, mark it out of state. Um, number two, and this is, a, this is a new question that I don't think we've ever had. How do you handle rejections, such as, why do I need a videographer? This is too expensive. I don't need all that. Et cetera.
1: Do, do um, you want the easy answer or the long answer? Well, you give me either one and then I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on. How about this? I give you the the short answer, you can give me the long answer. Alright. How do you handle rejection? You you drive on and roll with it, just move on to the next thing. Yeah. This this isn't a this isn't a, a business of of over analyzing why this happened and why this happened. If you got rejected because of something, you know, maybe a budget or, or whatever, they went with somebody else, guess what? So what? Um,
0: yeah, that's not your customer.
1: Yeah, that's it. You, they, that was just a blessing from God, you know what I'm saying, in disguise. You really wanted this customer, but you didn't know she was going to turn into a Godzilla, you know, the day of the wedding. But the yeah. big man upstairs did, or Allah, or whoever you worship, you know. They were just <laughs> looking out for you. So, so what? Um... Maybe you can check in with them in a couple months or weeks and see if they got somebody else. If not, you know, just keep doing what you was doing. Keep yeah, so my opinion on this, I could care less
0: about a rejection. Um, I mean, I, I have such a big ego that I feel like you're just wrong if you reject me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, no, I was, I was mostly joking there. But there really, are. like, <laughs> let's all be super honest, man. Like, everybody listening to this. I know we have some photographers listening to this. Um, I had a couple of photographers reach out in the past couple of weeks saying how much they enjoy our podcast, Chaz. That was dumb. Yeah, which they'll, prob- they'll probably stop listening after this, but that's okay. Um, you know, this isn't for everybody, and that's fine with us. Hey, 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 relax. <laughs> Take it easy, right? <laughs> Um So the super honest truth, video is better than pictures. Mm. It just is. It just, no, Chaz, it just is. Oh, From a consumer perspective, man. how many times Jeez. have you went to a, oh, a theater and sat with all of your friends and watched a PowerPoint slideshow. Oh, Zero times. That's how many. Um, man. Because video, is, it's more advanced, man. It's newer. Oh, man. You know, that's like, that's like drawings. Like, pictures are better than drawings. Now, oh, I know there's some fine art. And pe- oh. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that. I'm going to sample that little t- oh, thing right there. Man. Um, you know, there's some fine art people and, you know, connoisseurs and stuff. But in general... I would say most humans would pay more for a photograph than they would for a drawing, right? So if I was like, "Hey, let me draw your kids real quick on the street," like you know, you're gonna pay 20 bucks maybe. Um, but some people pay really good money for headshots. And you know, just as that as life advances, man, videos are are better. They they're pictures that move and have sound, and like it's real life experienced again. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just better. Um, mm-hmm. so you know if someone doesn't see that then they're not my customer
1: please send all like, hate mail to aaron and not chat yeah
0: send send it my way you know i'm okay <laughs> with the hate mail <laughs> i'll make sure to reply to everyone on uh, the next podcast um so yeah so if someone's like why do i need video then i already know you're we're not a fit because in my mind video is the most important thing you will
1: purchase yeah i don't if, I- I don't know why we would even get to the point where you're asking me, the videographer, why do we need video? Like, yeah, you hit me up. What you mean? <laughs> like, like, ah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: the same thing goes for too expensive. Um, so let's let's use the Bentley for an example. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think they're overcoming an, uh, an objection where somebody comes, you know, to a Bentley dealer yes. and is like, ah, this is a little steep. Man. Bye.
1: You guys got a five hundred dollar like, rebate I could use? Go see Lexus then if it's too expensive.
0: <laughs> you know? Like have a good day. Like this is yeah. our product. You know, we're not gonna devalue the rest of our customers and what they have and this status and prestige. Right. So you can have a, a break on a price. That's right, crazy. Right, right. Um Yeah, so the same thing. If it's too expensive, like great. Let me recommend you to some other people. That's it. Um and then the last one, uh people haggling on what you're offering. So this is one I've actually I've actually kind of done before. You know, if my package is, uh, my low package is like a highlight and a teaser or whatever, and somebody's like, oh, like I love your work and I really want you to do my wedding. You know, is there anything we could take off to make it cheaper? Like, if you're gonna pay me to come and make just a highlight and I don't have to give you a full ceremony that's in the package or the toast or the teaser or as many hours, like, I might break a little off the price. Oh yeah, you know, especially if it's a wedding that's not on like a prime day. So if it's like nine, nineteen, nineteen, I'm not going to do that, right? Because I know there's going to be other inquiries that'll that'll handle that. Um,
1: oh, I got an inquiry for a Thursday wedding in 2020. I thought that was that's it weird.
0: Yeah, but it's like cool. name your price. I'll yeah. be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So you know, that's one thing that I sometimes will do. You know, if you don't need all that, tell. Let's discuss what you do need. What do you want? And, you know, can I make it work where it, it works for me as well? Because, like, so I'm doing <clears throat> a wedding in May that is, I'm doing it for $2,000, which is lower than my starting price for this year. My starting price for this year is $3,500. Mm-hmm. i have got a wedding booked for May for two grand. You know why I did that? They want me to cover the ceremony only.
1: Easy and I said, and okay. Easy.
0: Yeah. They, they said they didn't want to highlight. They only need... You know, an hour and a half for the ceremony for setup, recording, leaving. They want the ceremony in full. They want no other product. And I told them, like, you know, I can take a little off, but I can't waste my day. Right. I said, lowest I'd be able to go is two grand. So now I'm going to go to that wedding. I'm going to film. It's going to be a normal 35-minute ceremony. And it's going to take how long to edit that? Five minutes. Yeah, I mean, just put it on Pluralize, multi-cam, boop, boop, (laughs) I'm done. And so now I'm making like a thousand dollars an hour on that wedding, right? So I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay with spending my lunch break, you know, making two grand. That's cool with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, with the last, you know, I don't need all that, figure out what they need, <clears throat> you know, and figure out what you want for that. You know, just
1: that's not, not too hard, right? You got anything else on that, dude? Um, if somebody does try to hug you, I've used this a couple times. And they say, well, I don't need so and so. Don't take off a lot. Mm-hmm. Take off like a little bit, like, right. like, um, like I did something, and they was like, oh, well, we don't need a, um, what did they not want? I'll just, I'll just say maybe the package was like, a, like you said, a, t- uh, a highlight and a teaser or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe they was like, oh, well, we don't need a teaser. So how much, how much um, can you take off? So see, I say the original price was two thousand. I was like, "Oh, okay." So without the teaser to be eighteen hundred, yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a discount, but it's not really far off. Yeah, so they, they nine times out, out of it. ten, they'll just go with whatever it originally was. So
0: yeah, I like that. You guys tried it too. Um. So I got two more questions. Hit me. Uh, I don't like them as much, but we'll, we'll touch them quick. We, I like them.
1: Um, I like them, guys. Send all hate yeah, mail. Heard all address all hate mail to Aaron. Dude,
0: just I'm going to make a new email just for hate mail. <laughs> I don't care. Haters are going to hate, man. There
1: you go. And potatoes are going to
0: potate. Question number three. What do you offer uh, as far as your packages and collections?
1: Yo, I promise you. I promise you, Philip White got me wanting to do one package.
0: Mm. I promise you. Me too, man. I, I mean, I I think I we talked you. about
1: this what, one was one like a month ago, though. right? I'm talking about you're going to get a long video, or a short film, 10 to 20 minute video. You're going to get a highlight video. You're going to get the full ceremony. You're going to get the full speeches. And that's the package. Yeah.
0: Anything Everything else is add anything on. Anything different. Yeah. Anything different. You gotta pay me more money. You yeah. want another shooter? Money. You money. want a drone? Money. You, you need an extra angle? Four K. Money. 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 Anything. Yeah. You want to like cover that rehearsal speech? Money. That's it. You want me to stay later? Money.
1: Cause you already money. got all the essentials. Like you can't really ask for more for anything else. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah.
0: I've been thinking of doing the same thing I'm telling you because I I don't like all these packages, man. And then like when I'm sending people stuff, it's just too much stuff. It's yeah. too much.
1: I got four packages um, now. I got um my base package um it's just a highlight only Uh, a 46 minute video
0: yeah and not one thing it also does though when you have like packages is it limits how much people can spend right you know so i know my top package is fifty-five hundred dollars, and i currently don't have a way for you to spend more than that right so what if a bride came you know let's say somebody inquires tomorrow and you know in their in their budget and in their you know mind they budgeted eight grand for video mm-hmm. they really love my work well I, they can't spend eight grand with me right. so I'm, I'm losing money to now the photographer or the florist yeah. or somewhere else or a really good night out for dinner mm-hmm. um, so that's another reason why that kind of a la carte appeals to me Yeah. Uh, if you come if somebody comes and you know you know they buy that main package but they can add on unlimited hours you can add on hours for days I don't care as long as you're paying for them yeah
1: I like the a la carte um, a lot I just, I didn't like answering the questions that came with it. Yeah, that's the only downfall that I saw. Other than that, sales was good. Um, you know, so people were happy. Yeah, that's what I did. I I did à la carte for like my first year of um oh, okay. weddings. I didn't I didn't do okay. any packages, and everybody they just picked what they wanted, and um mm. it was like going to McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Because not all packages can fit everybody's wants and desires. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And so it worked out well. But like I said, I was I was finding myself answering a lot of questions and I didn't really mm-hmm. I didn't really have patience for it. But I'm I'm I promise you, twenty twenty, bro. Twenty twenty might be the year of one package for your boy. Like <laughs> if you ain't got my money, the amount I'm asking, you just ain't got it. Like on Well, that's the, next the
0: other thing I've noticed, man, is the more weddings and the more jobs that I book at higher prices, like, the less I am wanting to deal with people's junk.
1: Yeah, I, so, don't, like, I don't care. You know what I I really don't.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like, you know, when I was booking, like, cheaper weddings and, like, you're coming at me and I'm like, oh, no, I've got to hold on to this customer. So, like, I'm trying to do whatever I can to hold on to you. But if you're not my customer, like, now, like, as soon as you're like, but what about, I'm just like, find somebody else. I don't even care. Like, yeah. I've got enough people that want me to work with them and they're paying what I want. Like if you can't meet the the demands of what I need, then we're not, yeah, it's
1: not. I'm not your customer and you're not my customer. It's It's just not for us. No, 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 we don't, no, no harshness or anything, but. No, definitely no harshness, no rudeness. Uh, You know, know, I usually try to help them find somebody else if that's the case. Yeah, I'll send them a list Um, of cats. You know, I go above and beyond and that ties into my negative today, but we'll get to that though.
0: Okay, okay, Uh, last question. Uh, which I'm not going to answer because we talked about this on a previous podcast, um, unless you have anything to add Chaz, which is what do you put in your contracts? Um, but we did a whole little segment on an episode yeah. about
1: contracts. To keep it short uh, and simple food, travel, lodging, deliverables, um, the date you're going to get your stuff, um, liability, liability, um, cancellation, yep. Um that's about it, for the most part. Boom. Question number four covered.
0: Booyah! Right, so which which brings us, Chaz, to the most important part
1: of 2019 so far.
0: The yes. Nugget of the Day.
1: Drop that music. Chaz, it's time. The Nugget of the Day. The Nugget of the Day, man. The Nugget of the Day. The Nugget of the Day, man. So check it, check it, check it. I've been filming since I started in 2012 been full-time since 2015 Um, I still make mistakes guys Um, my most recent mistake was uh, I booked a wedding and I screwed up the date so I ended up double booking myself um, for the same day and you know it's four-day packages Um, it's gonna happen if it hasn't happened already you're gonna mess up and probably double book yourself if you're doing it you know volume stuff you know um but the 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 nugget of the day as if you ever find yourself in a predicament to where you can't do something or you double booked yourself what you need to do is you need to do a bit of extra work to help that bride out instead of being like oh man i'm double booked i can't do your wedding you need to find a replacement try to find a replacement try to find mm-hmm. options for that bride um that you can make everything just sell you know super smooth and you know the transition isn't as harsh as it would normally be um with with my particular instance I put it out on you know the um the Facebook group and I went through a couple of um the people that you know Offered to do it or whatever or said they would do it and at first I was going to um, just send them a list But something told me to kind of go a little bit above that and I found someone that you know I felt their style was pretty solid. They did some good work And I contacted them and I told them the um, the date, the amount um, This and that what the deliverables were And basically they agreed to everything so then I bounced them everything that I had. I bounced them all the information that I had. I sent them, them the money that I had for the deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, I got under contract with that particular company as well, and then I told the bride about my mistake. Um, you really have to humble your, yourself, especially yep. when you make business mistakes. You have to, you know, own up to it, but also try to comfort that particular person at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I basically told her, "Hey, I messed up," but with my mistake, I also tried to rectify or, or fix the situation. So I found you, you know, a good friend of mine's, he does great work. He's already agreed to everything so you don't have to worry about anything changing. Um, same deliverable, same price. You can continue to pay me and I'll just pay him and, you know, everything will be fine. And she wasn't happy about it, but she wasn't, you know, overly pissed like, oh, give me my money back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She just kind of went with it, you know, because you basically set her up for success. So, in short, if you make a mistake, fix it, but also help out the client when you fix it. Yeah. That's the nugget of the
0: day, yo. Yeah, and that's good stuff because that's something they'll remember next time. You know, one of their friends is getting married, and it's like, oh, I was looking at Chaz Reed Films, like, and then she's gonna remember. You know, he did he did make a mistake, but he owned up to it, and he helped me out, so it was less stress on me. He's yep. a good guy. Um, or a good girl you know that goes both ways right dude that's what's up you got anything else for the for the crowd man
1: oh man I got nothing man um I don't think I do don't forget to like comment subscribe share all that fancy jazz
0: yeah and it's weird you know what's strange man I have more people not every week but like in a two week span I have more people text me and say they love the podcast than we have likes or comments or reviews you know what? Wait. They need to like stop it, that.
1: Guys. Y'all need to stop that. <laughs> we need it on the podcast page. Hey, man, you know what? This is going to bring it up, man. I, I want to go. bring it up, man. Bring but it up. listen, dog. Our conflicts, our scheduling conflicts sucks balls.
0: <laughs> they do. Well, because you, you're working all day in the morning. So, look, this is what I'm thinking.
1: Here we go. Let's we need it. to have some some solo segments, man. They ain't gotta be an hour long drawn out thing, but I feel like we need to be more on a consistent posting thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least something once a week, dog. Because this sprinkling mess. We're losing <laughs> the quality people, man. You know, no. people wake up and they ready for us. They on are. Whatever day that we drop the podcast. I don't even know. I think it's still. Dude,
0: Sunday that's you just that's a great idea. Like we should do every week. Like we could both have our our own small thing like you could have like the nugget of the week you know like chaz's nugget of the week just nah, like a quick
1: i'm saying uh, if we can't get on the podcast at the same <laughs> time we can at least have something to drop that week you know what i'm saying yeah so no, say, that's what i'm saying like if if we can't do it together you could do a nugget of the week oh okay i get what you are saying. i thought you were saying we both just pick a day where we drop something every week oh no and i'm like no, not every bro, week no we got to spread that like out if,
0: yeah if we can't do it together then one of us can just drop like a...
1: Yeah, something. You know what I'm saying? And then it ain't got to be... they ain't going to be no daggone hour, you know. But, you know, <laughs> if it's valuable, you know what I'm saying? And, um um you know, it brings value to you or whatever, and it lasts 10 minutes. It's better... I rather listen to a dope podcast that I like for every week, but maybe sometimes it's like 10 minutes, than once a uh, blue moon.
0: Yeah, because of well, Aaron. that's one other thing, because dude. Of Aaron. One thing, uh, Aaron. no, it's not. Aaron. It's not because of the me. Podcast. They know the truth. I'm I'm here. <laughs> well, I'm in the Facebook group. I'm talking with
1: people. Yeah, are. where are you at in the Facebook? Bro, group? Chat? I suck on the Facebook group because <laughs> I get so many Facebook notifications. I turn off my notifications. I'm, I know you do. And so I'll get up there like maybe like two or three times a week, and then I have to stroll through <laughs> all these notifications. I'm gonna turn it back. I'm gonna turn it on right now. So you're not chewing me out no more. Dude,
0: here's one thing I want to ask of our, uh, of our listeners and of our group um, as much as I appreciate the personal messages if you have a question ask it in the group um, or you know send it in for the podcast so everybody can hear it and you know because if you have that question somebody else probably has that same question and by asking it in private for whatever reason maybe you don't want to feel dumb maybe you feel like you should already know Maybe that's just your first thought. Like, let me message the person, Um, which is cool. But if you have that question, there's a good chance someone else does too. And by asking it privately instead of publicly, you know, you're taking away their opportunity to learn as well. And if you haven't gotten anything, you know, from our podcast or the group, you should know our number one goal is to help people learn and make money. Not from the from the group, but make money from the jobs and help people learn how to do the same thing. Mm. Um, ask them in the group, send it for the podcast um, so we can benefit everyone instead of just one person. Right. Uh, we, we still have to get out of that. I know like, I think our group is better than most, but so many of the videographer and the wedding groups are so like competitive and like cutthroat. Like I was talking to a guy earlier this week and I know he'll hear this, but you know you just say one thing and people like they just take like they won't give you any helpful advice they won't give you any helpful answers and they just want to belittle you and mm-hmm. that's just dumb like we don't have time for that like that's not what we're about and and i think i've said this in the group before but you know we'll just we boot anybody out that starts any of that stuff because mm-hmm. we, you know it's just it's toxic for the culture uh and we don't have time for hate so Chaz, i've got nothing else i'm good too you got any? We're good to go. Yeah, man. Well, guys, it's been fun. We're going to start getting more regular content out. Our schedules are going to get fuller than they are now. But, you know, we're going to make sure that we work together to get stuff out for you guys. Um, let us know what you want to know. Let us know what you want to hear and uh, how you want to hear it, how you want to see it. And we'll do our best to, to do that. Give us a like, a comment, a subscribe. Send us some fan mail. Send a hate mail to Chaz. What? And as always... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <What> was <that? laughs> I was in the middle of a laugh.